Not our sheep. They're not, they're not sheep. Those are sheep. Look at the color of them. That's what we call blackberry sheep. No, I've never seen those before. No, blackberry sheep. Are you taking a f Are you joking? <laughs> are you serious? I'm serious. Blackberry black sheep. Blackberry sheep. Have you ever dreamed of living on a paradise island? That's exactly what Yvonne Campbell is doing for a whole year. Otherworld Travel presents Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I thought I would start with an update on the ash cloud situation. The volcano in St. Vincent is still bubbling away and erupting, but it is not spurting ash cloud as high into the atmosphere as it had been. This is what had caused the ash cloud to come in the direction of Barbados before. Therefore, we have been lucky that we've had no new ash cloud in the last week or so. However, we have been dealing with the ash that is still around from the week before. You're fighting the ash on the trees, in the grass, in some parts of the beach, the roads, the roofs of houses, for example. And the cleanup operation has continued. I've had to spend a few nights in hotels here and there just to get a break from the fallout of the ash cloud. I've realised the downside of living in a plantation style house. So I have wooden slats for windows, which means my house isn't sealed with, for example, glass windows. And whilst that can be great for lots of natural fresh air, when the air is so full of ash dust, it is not so good. Also, my apartment is made for outdoor living. So no doubt you've seen lots of photographs of me on my balcony. And having to keep indoors and with the doors and windows closed means I get zero natural light, which doesn't make for great living conditions. So I'm just hoping for a bit of rain in the next few days, which everyone says will get rid of the remaining ash dust that's hanging around. And fingers crossed, we have seen the worst of the eruptions. Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. There are 11 parishes in Barbados, nine male saints, such as St. James or St. Michael, one female, St. Lucy, and one church, Christchurch, and I am keen to explore them all. Although a lot of attractions are closed at this time, I thought I would make a start with a taxi tour around the coast of the island to see what the parishes had to offer. So myself and my friend Anne headed out with Tyrone's taxi tour to start exploring. Where are we going then? We're going north. Right. We're going north to St. Lucy. So we've probably got about four or five hours. We'd like some lunch somewhere along the way. But we're going to see where open the good land spot is over in Bashiba. I'm keen to hear more about local people's experiences of growing up in Barbados, so this seemed like a perfect opportunity to hear from Tyrone. So did you grow up in St. Philip? No. I grew up in St. Michael. Right. A uh, place called the Pine. Right. Right. Um, but I spent a lot of time from Browns Beach, though. You know Browns Beach? Yes, yeah. I was in Browns Beach last week, and I am going to be learning how to play beach tennis in Browns Beach. Oh, yeah. I used to play a lot of that. Really? I've got a lesson lined up. Um, you got a lesson lined up. We could yeah. buy two rackets and we could start this evening <laughs> on your beach. Well, it's. Look, tickets slow here. I need to. I, I'm not like ready to go start playing because somebody is going to show me for a podcast. Basically, he's uh, somebody I know. It's it's their coach. <laughs> they go. Like, oh, I will get you. Uh, my coach will give you a lesson for your podcast. But it yeah. looks full on. That's like pretty fast. Yeah, it's pretty fast because you can't let the ball close, drop, does it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of simple though. 
Yes, Only if you've got a good hand-eye well, coordination. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Eyeball-hand coordination, the whole thing. But, it's, but it looks like the idea is that you hit it to each other rather than yeah. with tennis where you're trying to hit it away from yeah. the yeah. person. Yeah. So that should make it a bit easier, I suppose. Yeah. To the west of Barbados, you have the Caribbean Sea and to the east, you have the Atlantic Ocean. This makes for very different experiences of the island. So you grew up in St. Michael but yeah. spent quite a bit of time around Browns Beach? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, Browns Beach is in St. Michael also. Oh, is it? Yeah, right. so the area we are in is the plain, so like, we used to like, basically walk down to Browns Beach. Right. Yeah, back in the summer when it was pretty young, spend all day every day at the beach. So, it, what's that quite typical for growing up in Barbados? You just spend all your time on the beach? Yeah. Yeah. And what would you do on the beach? Roast bread fruits, take along like fruits like ackees and apples and stuff like that eat them at the beach yeah, yeah. see you build like a, a fire like like a bonfire you guys call it a bonfire you just yeah. build a fire and you toss the breadfruits in and you roast the breadfruits on the actual fire itself yeah. rather than a grill on top no, no grill gotcha okay you cook it on fire right yeah so just... breadfruit aki yeah breadfruit aki potatoes you know anything that you can probably just Burn. you know stick in a fire <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't, you don't stay the ackee. You, you, you eat yakis just so. You pick the yakis and you eat the yakis. Right. You don't stay the yakis. You don't, right. You, don't. you just eat them around the fire. Yeah. <laughs> you won't eat yakis in the beach. Gotcha. Yeah. In today's episode, we explore the parishes of St. Lucy and St. Andrew in the north and northeast of the island. Each parish got a parish church. Yeah. Yes. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So this is St. Lucy Parish Church right here. It's very pretty. Yeah. In 2011, sargassum seaweed began washing up on the shores of Barbados. So this seaweed also washes up in the shores of some popular Mexican tourist destinations like Cancun. Sargassum seaweed is stringy brown seaweed that spends its life floating. Sounds pretty good to me. It's not harmful to humans and in small amounts, it can actually help nourish beaches. However, it does block the beaches when it comes in vast amounts and the sargassum seaweed can really stink when it decomposes. Removal is time consuming, expensive and can damage the beach if not done in a proper way. It also tangles up fishermen's motors, engines, nets and lines, so not ideal for fishermen. I've been told that the Crane Resort has pioneered an environmentally sustainable solution to tackle sargassum seaweed, so I must find out more about that when I visit there in the next few weeks. So whenever you would be hanging out at the beach when you were younger, would you do much water sports or is that quite a new thing with all like um, the surfing and paddle boards and not really water sports. What we was growing up, what we would do is carry you know, an old car tire. Uh-huh. In a chew or to tell you, I'm blowing up at the gas station. Right. And that's when we get to the beach. Ah. Yeah. Like a big rubber ring. Like tubing. Yeah. Occasionally, we would spin more and get off on somebody board, you know? Right. You know, when you want to see, you got to jump off and spin for it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to whoop your tail. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't really like water, getting on a jet ski and stuff and things like that. You know, and those things just like for the minimum. Browns Beach, when I was growing up, was not so touristy. I was just, that was my next question. You must have seen loads and loads of hotels yeah. built since you Yeah, when, when I was growing up, Browns Beach used to be like more locals. Life in Barbados. River Bay. Right. River Bay is a, it's a picnic spot. Oh. Yeah. We could have bought a picnic, Yvonne. 
I don't know too much about St. Lucie and I haven't ventured this far yet. What I do know is that the former prison, Harrison's Point, which is now the COVID isolation facility, is based here. And what is the main town in St. Lucie? You know there's only four towns. So each oh. each parish don't have a town. Okay, oh. right. There's only four towns. Yeah. So it's yeah. Bridgetown, Whole Town, Town, and... Oystens. Oystens, right, okay. Right. And what are things like Hastings? What are they classified as, what, villages? Or? Um, Hastings, not yeah, not, not, not village, more like an area. Area, um, right. I'm already a village. Yeah. Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. You've been to the animal floor caves? They've got, they've got the caves, haven't they? Yeah. And they've got the beautiful uh, restaurant which overlooks the whole area. Yeah. The animal flower cave is located in the most northerly point of Barbados, in the parish of St. Lucie. It's got caves and a restaurant. Both are closed at the moment, as most tourist attractions are, so we could not explore. However, that is something I plan to go back and do in the future. Right. So normally, we the drive down, we drive right down, then we will walk out to this point. Ah, right, okay. Right, we will walk out to this point and back over there by the mother trees, not these ones, those are the mother trees. Yeah. That's where the restaurant is. Right, okay. So you should try it for an entry and it's open. Nice. The name Animal Flower Cave comes from the sea anemones found in pools of the cave. Some of these pools are deep enough to go and have a swim, so I'll definitely be trying that out. There are also several openings looking out to sea, often absolutely spectacular views and great photo opportunities. A number of friends have taken photographs in that location, so that's how I know how good the photographs are and the views are. Next up, Cherry Tree Hill. Cherry Tree Hill is the one of the highest points on the island, so it's 850 feet above sea level. This spot offers absolutely stunning views of what is known as the Scotland District, which covers the parish of St Andrew, the name of the patron saint of Scotland. Now, the name Cherry Tree Hill left us somewhat confused, as the place is surrounded by mahogany trees, not cherry trees. However, we came across a sign that told us that there used to be a large number of cherry trees in the area. The reforestation efforts are focused on mahogany trees, which is probably why we see so many of them here, rather than cherry trees. I feel there's more to this story that I need to find out at some point. Maybe when I visit St. Nicholas's Abbey for some rum tasting when it opens up again. Actually, the St. Nicholas Abbey steam train starts and ends here by the mahogany trees in Cherry Tree Hill. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Please do subscribe to Life in Barbados to follow my journey and never miss an episode. Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. The Morgan Lewis Spice Mill is in St. Andrew and is looked after by the Barbados National Trust. Right, so this one, this, this one, they say it's still working. So like right there is written to put in the the, the sugar, right. the sugar cane, and they will grind it there and then they will catch it and the bottom in the big. This is the largest and only working sugar mill in the whole Caribbean and has fantastic views across the parish. A big tub. And you should bring it over to this side here that is all don't know. 
and then it would boil it, boil it over here. Right. So this was like over the boiler room and stuff over on the side. We could only get a view from the outside as this was also closed, but you can do self-guided tours and there's also a really good cafe. Right. So people picnic like over on this other side right here, like oh, see the benches right, yes. and thing going out in the hills. On driving down along the east coast, we came across another picnic area called Barclays Park. So you picnic like both sides. Some people both picnic side. on this side, but most people picnic on this side though. And there's a restaurant and thing over there right there. That looks worth a visit when the ash dust settles. It's got picnic benches, a cafe and facilities and has direct access to the beach. It's a very different vibe to the south and west coast beaches and has got a real local feeling to it. The one thing that stood out for me was the distinct smell of the Atlantic Ocean. It smells very much like beaches back home. Mm-hmm. Probably because of the seaweed, but also those kind of waves and mm-hmm. stuff. Can yeah. you smell it on? I can smell it. Yeah. So it's not as smelly as the seaweed no, that we had up on the other end, but... Wow. Feel that breeze it reminded well. me very much of the smell of the coastline back home. I think it might be because you've got fierce waves crashing against the rock and I think you get a stronger smell of salt and seaweed that probably also adds to that. On the same stretch of road, we came across a bench on a rock. Now, I'm not talking about a small rock. You have to have a look at my show notes or my Instagram to see for yourself. I'm talking about quite a large rock that you would have to spend some time climbing up to get to it because there are no steps. And somehow someone has managed to put a rock in it. Story behind it, right? That someone that got plenty of money right. and nothing really to do put a bench on top of a rock. The East Coast is known for its stunning sunrises, so maybe this is a romantic sunrise spot to check out. We're going to leave the taxi tour for now. Make sure you tune in to an upcoming episode to pick up where we left off. We will be travelling further along the East Coast into St. John and St. Philip, checking out Bathsheba. Bottom Bay and the church with a stunning view that my friend Anne was so keen to see again. Thanks for listening and remember to head over to life-in-barbados.com. There you can find out how to subscribe or follow my podcast so you don't miss an episode, leave a review or access my show notes and social media pages to see lots of photos from today's tour. Make sure you subscribe to Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Go to life hyphen in hyphen barbados.com forward slash subscribe. If you've been enjoying Life in Barbados, you're going to want to check out my other show, The Bucket List. Each episode, I chat with locals, guides, and even some people I met along the way on various dream trips. Experience safari in Tanzania, road trips across the US, and hiking across Australia's national parks, just to mention a few of the episodes. Go to otherworldtravel.com forward slash podcast. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.